0: Welcome to the 11th fantastic episode of Task Force X. On this episode, we review Convergence, Suicide Squad, issue number two. Stay tuned. Hey there, true believers. Welcome to the Task Force X Headcast. A proud member of the Headcast family, I am your host, Aaron Moss, otherwise known as Head. The Task Force X headcast follows the adventures of DC Comics' Task Force X. Task Force X was made up of the Suicide Squad comic, which was created by John Oshender and Ryan Scott, which started in the late 1980s, and the sister comic, Checkmate, created by Paul Kupperberg and Steve Irwin. These were two sides of DC's espionage comics. Task Force X is an off-the-books government strike team made up of convicts with no hope for release, serving as expendable agents for impossible missions. Succeed, and I'll shave time off your sentences. If we don't... You'll be dead. Exactly. I will attempt to chronicle each title and all the books that the Suicide Squad and Checkmate appeared in during this era. We're the U.S. government. Who's going to blow the whistle on us? The convicts? Who'd believe them? You? (laughs) You're going to start a blog and expose us? Well, yeah, Amanda. A blog and a headcast. Those scumbags are trying to screw me. No, not at all, Amanda. I'm just trying to help everyone else discover the joy of the Suicide Squad. Anywho, hope you guys have as much fun with these comics as I did when I first read them. Oh, so many years ago. Punk. All right, Amanda. (laughs) Bang We'll return after these messages I'm Mike Gillis and I'm Casey Dorn and we want to ask you an important question. Are you sick and tired of other panel discussion shows wasting your time droning on and on about foreign policy, economics, and human rights? Or do you want to hear conversations about things that actually matter? We host a podcast called Radio vs. the Martians. Every month we gather a panel of our nation's finest minds and plunge a rusty prison shank into the heart of tough questions that have an impact on the lives of real people like you. Like, are drivers required to pull over for the Ghostbusters? Is the United Federation of Planets actually an oppressive dictatorship run by guidance counselors? Is Arnold Schwarzenegger secretly a genius? And are we being mean when we laugh at movies that are so bad they're good? So, write your congressman and let them know that Radio vs. the Martians is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and on Aqua Aquaman and Fire. Air and Water Podcast, celebrating Aquaman, King of the Seven Seas, and Firestorm, the Nuclear Man. Available weekly on Aquaman Shrine, Firestorm Fan, and on iTunes and Stitcher. I'm one of your hosts, the Irredeemable Shag, here to talk about Firestorm, along with me is my co-host Rob Kelly, here to talk about some guy that talks to fish. Really? You're going to pull this crap during the promo? Bad enough, I have to put up with your shenanigans every week, but... We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Yes, once again, we interrupt your normally scheduled Suicide Squad review. Uh, this month should uh, be the either Suicide Squad number four or the Firestorm issues where Suicide Squad shows up. But those are being postponed. Uh, for once again, we are doing another Convergence issue. This is Convergence Suicide Squad issue number two. Uh, we're going to go and dive in, and then next month we'll be back on our regularly scheduled program with... Uh, well, I'll get that later on. But uh, sit back and uh, hold on tight, kids. So, we are talking about Convergent Suicide Squad issue number two. So, the story credits. The title of the story is called, When Kingdoms Fall, Part 2. It was written once again by Frank Thierry. Artist is Tom Mandrake. Colors is Cyan Mandrake. Lettering Dave Sharp. Color by John Paul Leon, editor Marie Javins. And you could have this bad boy for, it looks like, for a price of $3.99. And to buy this on sale, uh, well, it just came out recently. Last month, uh, May the 13th, 2015. And let's go and do our synopsis. Uh, we're continuing from last month of the issue. Uh, we start in the middle of a battle between our squatters and the Kingdom Come Heroes. We have a flashback of Deadshot and Deathstroke arguing over who's in charge of the mission. The wall promptly confirms for them who it is. In case you're wondering, it's her. Uh, Kingdom Come. Lex Luthor flies their yellow ship into and through the G- Green Lantern's citadel. As the Suicide Squad exits the craft, we see the con- Kingdom Come heroes. We then come back to present time, where Black Manta is spearing this world's—I guess it's supposed to be Aquaman. A little more fight fights, Cyborg Superman hooks up a cable to Alloy and Robotman and controls them. Luther then leads the team into the Green Lantern's chamber. Cyborg Superman reveals that taking over Alloy and Robotman has allowed himself to free himself from the wall's control as he begins to attempt to kill his teammates, in air quotes. Star Sapphire flies in and detonates herself to kill the Cyborg Superman and herself. Luther and Green Lantern begin fighting, and again, this is the uh, Alan Scott Golden Age Green Lantern, uh, where Luther reveals that he's turned traitor because he wants the world to curse his name as they die. As Luther is monologuing, he gets a bullet in the back of his head for his trouble. Captain Boomerang is revealed as the shooter of him and Amanda Waller from last issue. Digger reveals that he has cancer, that's the reason he shaves his head now, and he blames Amanda for it because it's something he picked up more than likely from one of his suicide missions. Uh, At this point, Barbara gets an email from The Wall, where uh, The Wall reveals that she had a reason for going along on the mission. Uh, Back on Green Lantern Citadel, Amanda Waller detonates some explosives that she has on her, causing the entire Citadel to explode. Back on the Suicide Squad's Earth, sometime later, Barbara Gordon has gotten a giant memorial for the Suicide Squad erected. And she makes a comment that it's possible that the Wall may have found a way to save herself. Because if anyone could, the Wall can. The end. And in brief, that's the recap of the issue. Uh, now for my thoughts on it, let's start with the cover. Again, it shows, I believe it's Amanda Walter holding a gun. In the background, we see a boomerang. Uh, it looks like a forest scene with some floating cities. We see an archer, maybe a uh, Green Arrow, maybe or Merlin. I'm not quite sure. Uh, some more boomerangs. We see a Cyborg Superman. We see looks like Kid Flash or Flash. What somebody? A Flash type costume with a jacket on, running. Uh, we see on the top. It looks like uh, looks like a battle from Star Wars. Looks like Darth Vader fighting somebody with lightsabers. Um this co- cover it's not in regular colors it's kind of washed out kind of watercolored uh I'm not a big fan of it again I mean they they show the kid flash which isn't a big anchor flash whoever that is. maybe it's supposed to be Wally's daughter in the future or on the kingdom come earth I'm not quite sure I mean it leaves me confused I mean Green Arrow wasn't a big part of it and that's what it looks like there uh, again you got the the Star Wars characters here fighting um Maybe just me, but yeah, I, I can't make out a lot of details. The only one I can really make out is the cyborg Superman and Amanda Waller on the cover. Is the only two issues people that really have a big deal with this issue. I um, think Captain Boomerang's Boomerang's, of course, as I revealed my synopsis. He is a, a big player in it. Uh, you got the floating cities, that's the dome cities that's going on right now in the convergence. I don't know. It's it's. Uh, Again, this cover is signed by uh, J. P. Leon. Uh, not, in my opinion, not a great cover. Um, I don't know. It's, it's. I don't know. I have not much to say about this cover. It's just. It's got the Suicide Squad logo, which is great. But yeah, the the cover look itself is just kind of water paint and kind of. I don't know. It just eh. And moving on to the first page of the story, uh, we see Amanda Waller slinking through the darkness. Her thought dialogue boxes again so far it's starting out decent again she's not the best looking Manda Waller, but she's better looking than the super thin supermodel Manda Waller of recent years uh, the scene with the uh, all the heroes and villains battling each other is kind of cool uh, can't make out everyone here some due to the artwork some just because it's the kingdom Come I'm not familiar with for sort of the Kingdom Come, but some of these guys I'm not, I don't recognize. Uh, we see the flash from the cover, the green, uh, actually, like, red arrow down here. Again, not a big fan of the way drawing Lex Luthor. He just doesn't look right to me. Again, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Han Mandrake's the same one that did the uh, Spectre of John Ostinger back in the 80s and early 90s. And I enjoyed the artwork there. It was very fitting. Here, I don't know, just uh, the faces don't look quite right on some of these characters. I say King, uh, Kingpin. Also, I mean, uh, Lex Luthor, again, he's back to looking like the Kingpin. Just very oddly drawn. And again, it could be the uh, inker on this, aka the tracer. I know sometimes the tracer, I mean, the the inker can make things uh, look a little different than it should. Whatever it is, I just don't, I don't know. The art's not fantastic in here. Uh, and then we go to the, where Deathstroke and Deadshot is fighting it. man oe mano Until Star Sapphire breaks it up. like it's where they're fighting dead, uh, Boomerang's like, ooh, dead guy versus death dude. For who has the batter-ass sounding nickname. Man is like, Deadshot, Deathstroke, break it up. And, uh, The dialogue here is a little off because she's telling these two to break it up. And then Bane's like, you break it up, Waller. I don't recall breaking up fights being part of her mission statement. She's not telling Bane to break them up. She was telling those two to knock it off, basically. So I don't know if things got changed or what, but the the dialogue there got a little odd-sounding. You know, I kind of like this uh, argument between, you know, the old versus new team. Deadshot's like, well, you know, this is uh, – in his fellows, Dead Deadshot and Bronze Tiger and it looks like Count Vertigo are like, you know, we've handled this before. We've been a lot of jobs. And then you have uh, Slade Wilson, a.k.a. Deathstroke, saying, you know, well, they had, you guys couldn't handle it so they had to bring us in. And so basically, you know, a schwang measuring contest, you know, you know who's in charge. And Amanda Waller walks up and says, you know what, boys? I've got the biggest pair. Because you know what, I run the shots around here, which is very Amanda-like. Again, the artwork—it's—it's it's okay, not fantastic, but it's decent. I don't know, it's uh, better here than it's been on other pages. I do like the writing. Except I like that little little uh, quirk with the uh, writing on the last page about Amanda telling him to break it up, and then Bane saying, "You break it up yourself." Uh, other than that, I mean, the writing's pretty good on this so far. And I like this when she's talking, she's like, she tells him that she's in charge, and she's like, if anyone has a problem with that, I'll chipify their brain so fast, they won't know what their name is anymore. By the time I finish this sentence, am I clear? And everyone just looking at her in deference. Got Boomerang in the back, smirking. As Waller and uh, Carol Ferris walk away. And then we see the cyborg Superman standing around watching uh, Carol and the wall and uh, again the artwork's decent it's not spectacular I like the top of this page as they're walking along Carol as her and uh, Amanda are walking and talking she changes from Star Sapphire back into Carol Ferris I like the, way the change occurs just boop, real quick it's nice uh, again Cyborg Superman's drawn okay not bad like Amanda actually comments on that she's like you know do you like dealing with this You think I like having to deal with the likes of him? Let's know that, you know, she's not happy that he's there, but, again, whoever thought the cyborg Superman would uh, be good on the team? Not a very bright thinker. And then we got the ugly picture of Luther. Again, I don't like the way Mandrake uh, Tom draws him. It could be the inker of the colorist, but just the way Luther's drawn here, I I really don't like. Uh, Though, again, as I said last uh, issue, two episodes ago, I I do like the fact they have the the Wall version of the Waller back. I just... I like Waller looking like this. But anyways, so then Luther flies his giant yellow ship through Green Lantern's Citadel. citadel, And I I don't remember it's been a while since I read Kingdom Come. I know that Alan Scott Green Lantern's weakness was uh, wood. But this acts like it's uh, the color yellow, like the how Jordan Green Lantern. I don't remember if... Maybe he did get Green Lantern ring by then. I, I don't remember offhand how this is explained, if this was just a writer's fupa, or if they didn't realize it was Alan Scott, or maybe I'm misremembering. Because, again, it's been a while. I may have to reread this and see. But it was good. I like Luthor. And that's why, as ugly as it is, you fly a yellow ship. But anyways... I do like this page where we see our squad mates coming out of the uh, ship. That's a pretty cool scene. And then directly opposed to him, we see the Kingdom Come heroes. And again, I don't, I don't remember who this Aquaman-type guy is supposed to be. I know it's not Aquaman because Black Manta uh ranting that, you know, after he kills this guy that he wants the real Aquaman. But again, some nice uh, fight scenes here. Nothing too phenomenal. And then we go along on. These pages don't appear to be numbered. Uh, looks like maybe page 10 or so. Oh, we see Bane hitting maybe Atom Smasher, Nucleon, uh, whatever he's called. Boomerang throwing some boomerangs against. It looks like a giant version of Donna Troy or Wonder Woman or something. know oh, just the way it's drawn, but it looks like he's throwing boomerangs up at her like she's a giant. And again, the artwork on this page is, is decent, I mean, out of this issue, this is a better drawn book. And not much to think about these fight pages, I mean, I say some of the pages are decent, some are eh. Some of the artwork, it's kind of hard to make out who's who and what's what, just because the art is kind of... A little, little rough, little, I don't know, water, I don't know what, how to describe it. It's not very clean. And then they bust in here, and then, like, Cyborg Superman reveals that There is a attached into Metallo, Metallo, Alloy and Robot Man. It was able to allow him to override the systems, and he starts attacking his teammates, which is, again, as I said last uh, issue, two months ago, that it's to be expected, Cyborg Superman you can't control. He's gonna nut up, and he's gonna kill some. Other and again, uh, as this page story continues, this is when Cyborg Superman's you know lashing out at the rest of the uh, squad squad mates. Again, it's de- decent artwork. Uh, can't really complain about. It. I guess it's, again, this is one of the better drawn panels in this book. And then on the next page, I'm guessing it's page looks like maybe thirteen. Star Sapphire flies in and Cyborg's like, how laughable. You don't think you can actually defeat me, do you? And she's like, maybe not. But what I can do is take you with me. Wait, what are you? This for the people of Coast City. You? And then she, I guess she explodes or I guess she has the power to explode herself. I've never seen her do that. But then again, it's a one trick pony type thing. So, and the rest of the team's being thrown around. Uh, again, another good page. Cyborg's laying there. Not quite sure if he's dead. I'm assuming. I don't know. It's hard to say. And then onto the next page with Luther fighting uh, Alan Scott, Three Lantern. He he backhands uh, Luther backhands Alan, and we see you know it looks like he hits him in the head. A Little blood coming from Alan's head. Uh, again, while the artwork isn't isn't great, I'm enjoying the writing. The dialogue's pretty good. I like this where Lantern's like. Now, I understand the others are fighting for a world. What are you fighting for, traitor? And Luther's like, right before our reality ends, I want every single person to lift their voices up in unison, to curse the name of the man who ended their miserable existence. That's ra- that's what I'm fighting for. Say it with me now. Luther! Luther! Lou! And then his head just explodes from the bullet wound. Again, I, I wish the art was a little tighter, a little better in this. Because I'm enjoying the writing. The story itself is really good. It just, again, and like I say, some people may like it. I'm not a big fan of this artwork. Uh, But then we see Boomerang, and they finally explain why he's bald in these storylines. I questioned that a couple episodes ago, the first issue of this, why he's bald. And they explain that he's got terminal cancer, and that he said he found out a few weeks ago, probably contracted after being exposed to something nasty during one of our missions, Doc said. And he continued on saying, so I decided if I was going to go out, I was going to do it on my own terms. And make sure I took the son of a bitches responsible with me. Like it's little evil grin, he's got on his face here. And so we find out here that this Captain Boomerang is who Amanda was talking about at the beginning of the first issue. This is the person that shot her and betrayed her. And again, not much more to say about this. I mean, it's decent artwork throughout the, the rest of it. And as uh, Boomerang goes to shoot Amanda, Green Lantern stops the bullets. And Green Lantern's like, we've already won, enough people are dead. I don't to do things in your world, we're not adding to the body, body count here if it's not necessary. And as the building shakes a little bit, Amanda says it's a stri- perfect distraction. And then we cut back to the regular the Suicide Squad Earth, where uh, Barbara Gordon, aka Oracle, is getting an email. And it's a note from Amanda Waller. I'm going to read this. It says, uh, Dear Barber, first of all, I want you to know there's nothing in this world that I valued more than our friendship. That's why I insisted you stay at home for the base for this mission. That's why I never filled you in on what I really had planned. You know me, you know the one thing I haven't always tried to do in my life is not delude myself. Try that again. You know me, and you know the one thing I have always tried to do in my life is not delude myself. I know what I am. I know what I've done. All done in the name of the greater good, yes, but all done nonetheless. While I technically may have a fair share of on my hands, I know full well, usually with someone else's hands, doing, hands I was using. Usually with someone else I was sacrificing. So maybe this time, this mission is too important for me not to get my own hands dirty for a chance, for a change. Barbara's like, oh no, you didn't. You crazy fool. You wacky, wacky kid. And so you kind of tell where this is going without going to the next page, but we turn to the next page... And she continues her narrative from her email. And we see Amanda's got some bomb strapped to her. And again, I, I could see Amanda doing this if need be. Taking out the entire... She blows up the entire uh, Green Lantern Citadel. Again, a nice, nice drawn page with the explosion of the Citadel. And then the last couple of pages we end with uh, Barbara Gordon talking with Sam Lane... Basically talking about how you know Barbara's saying she should have known something was up and I like this language she's like I should have known something was up and Sam's like she knew you tried to stop her and Barbara's like of course I would have I mean a suicide bomb what was she thinking she was thinking she needed to save the city by the looks of it she must have done it and again as I said in the in the uh synopsis for it Barbara's like hmm I guess you have a point funny thing is though what if she's made it She's pulled miracles out of her hat before, you know. Ha, ah, I can just see it now. See, I'm saying, that, you know, why the hell did you waste money on that stupid thing? I'm talking about a large, you know, it's one, two, three, four, it's like four or five times taller than Sam Lane, who's a tall man standing there. A giant memorial statue. It says, in memory of the Suicide Squad, they lived as her- villains, they died as heroes. And it shows the entire uh, Suicide Squad that was featured in the, these two books, and then we finally get the end, the the credits here at the very end. Again, I like the I like this statue. Again, the artwork on the statues, eh, decent. But that's the end of the book. And overall, again, I, I liked I liked it. I liked the story. I I just wish that the uh, again the art would have been a little bit better. Again, not thing that's horrible, but honestly, it's just not my cup of tea. So, if you're a big Suicide Squad fan, I definitely recommend you check it out. If you're a fan of Tom Mandrake's art, definitely check it out. I'm sure it may just be... Again, I like Tom Mandrake when I think he was doing The Spectre, if I'm not mistaken, with John Ostrander. and I liked it there, but I just don't like what he did in this issue here. I don't know if it's just the style's changed or what it is. But... I don't know. Anyways, that's that's Convergence, Suicide Squad, issue number two. Definitely, it's a decent read. It's a good read. It's just the artwork is my biggest drawback on it. So uh, check it out. Let me know what you guys think. You can send me an email to task, X at headspeaks.com. Again, X at com. Let me know what you guys think about this issue. Um, give me just a second. We'll return after these messages. Star Trek, Comic Books, Mythology, Video Games, Toys, Star Wars. Just about any geeky topic you can think of could be covered on The Hammer Podcast, presented by two true freaks. Come join me, Gene Hendricks, for whatever my disjointed mental processes can come up with. And be careful, or you might just learn something before we're done. The Hammer Podcast is available monthly, both on its own iTunes feed and at 2TrueFreaks.com. I got a bad feeling about this. You'd be feeling a lot better, Han, if you were listening to Dead and Spies, a Star Wars podcast hosted by me, Ryan Daly. That doesn't sound too hard. It's not hard. You just check out Dead Bothan Spies on iTunes, Facebook, or the blog page, deadbothanspies.blogspot.com. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. Well, I, I don't know if terror is an appropriate description. It's a podcast that combines everything you love about me talking and some of what you love about Star Wars. I want to learn the ways of the Force and become a Jedi like my father. Fine, whatever. Do that after you listen to Dead and Spies. Yoda? You seek Yoda? No, You Seek Dead and Spies, a Star Wars podcast. Check it out. It beats kissing a Wookiee, I would think. And now we're back with Suicide Notes. Um, again, still no letters from anybody, so I don't know what's going on with you people. Write me. And let me know what you think. Do you like the show? Or do you don't? I don't know. Anyways, uh, but I do have some Facebook uh, likes I'm going to mention. These are the that's liked us on Facebook. I just want to thank you guys in advance. Uh, there is... And also, some of these people have made comments. Uh, anything I hear on the Suicide Movie... Suicide Movie? Suicide Squad Movie I'm posting on my Facebook. Unfortunately, I don't do much with Google. Uh, every once in a while, I'll throw something on there, but... Again, if you want further information on the movie news, any other updates, definitely keep a look on my Facebook page. And these are the people that sent me likes on Facebook. There's Anthony Nixon, Baboas John, Daniel Caliban, David Spoko, Firestorm Fan, Hey Shag, uh, Gabriel Leal, Gene Hendricks, Ryan Daly, Scott Stockton, and Tim Wallace. I want to thank you guys from Facebook and say hi to you guys. And then over on Google+, uh, only one like or uh, message over there, and that's from Gene Hendrix. And I've also had some uh, reposts and some comments from uh, Firestorm fan uh, thanks to you guys. Again, definitely check out Facebook and Google+. And I also want to plug an upcoming special, or not special so much, but an upcoming show I'm going to be on. Uh, coming soon is Comic Book Fight Club. Part of the uh, Quantum Bands podcast uh, by my buddy Gene Hendricks. In an upcoming episode, in the basically what it is is a comic book fight club. He takes two comic book characters and he matches them up against each other. Uh, one was Ultron versus uh, Galactus and so forth. In an upcoming episode, I shall be appearing and it will be ta- uh, Suicide Squad versus the A-Team. So it'll be the Suicide Squad versus the A-Team, amongst some other smaller fights. But definitely uh, check it out. Look for it on the Quantum Bands Network or Comic Book Fight Club. Uh, It's a good show regardless, even beyond me being on there. But definitely check it out. Uh, You can hear what I think about who would win in a fight with Suicide Squad and A-Team. And again, it's not so much a popularity contest. It's we actually have a reason out and figure out who's going to win and why. So definitely recommend checking that out. And my final plug for the day, uh, next month, actually before that, this month, uh, coming out soon, I will have my one-year anniversary episode of Head Speaks. Yes, amazing. 12th episode, one-year anniversary episode of Head Speaks will be coming out this month, the month of June. I'm going to try to drop around the 23rd, which is the day I released my uh, first podcast one year ago and speaking of one year anniversaries next month here on task force x that's right this is episode 11 so next episode my special one year anniversary episode check it out i'll be reviewing the suicide squad when they showed up over in firestorm issue number 64 and the annual number five a good read and i do have a special guest that episode Uh, again, since it's a Firestorm-related issue, I've talked so much about Firestorm here and on My Head Speaks. Uh, you might be able to figure out who my special guest is going to be. Uh, he's kind of irredeemable, but I have him on anyways. So, check that out. And I I might also review Suicide Squad number four, uh, knock on wood. So, check out next month's special one-year anniversary episode. And again, as usual, make sure you tell a friend about my episode, uh, and let me know what you think. Go to Facebook, Google+, look for Task Force, uh, Task Force X. Leave me a message. You can go to my website, headspeaks.com, and go to the headcasts, and click on the Task Force X, and leave me a message on there. Uh, as I say, you can send me an MP3 message with your thoughts, and I'll play it on the air. Uh, let, me, let me know what you guys think. I, I do the show for you guys, along with my own ego, but that's another story entirely. Uh, anyways, I guess that will do it for this episode. Uh, join us next month. Later, squad mates. Over and out. Thank you for listening to another great episode of Task Force X. I can also be found rambling on my main headcast of Head Speaks, where I rant and rave about movies, comics, geek stuff, and whatever is bugging me. Mate, you just had Crazy the Joker. <laughs> well, I tried Boomer, but... Anyways, my home on the internet is at HeadSpeaks.com. H e a d s p eaks.com. Links to my blog, which contain follow-up information to this and every Headcast, can be found there. Both Task Force X and HeadSpeaks are on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at HeadSpeaks.com under Headcasts. Please feel free to email me any questions, comments, or concerns to Task Force X at HeadSpeaks.com. And if you want to record a message. You can send it to me at TaskForceX at HeadSpeaks.com and I'll play it on the air. I'm also on Facebook at Task ForceX. And also on Google Plus, you can look for Task Force X under People Pages. All titles and characters discussed are owned and copyrighted by DC Comics. I claim no ownership to the Suicide Squad, Checkmate, or Task Force X. I'm just a big fan, of wanting to spread the Task Force X love with everyone else. DC Comics can be found on the web at dccomics.com. Be sure to visit your local comic shop and look for Suicide Squad and Checkmate Comics. And while you're there, see what else they have that may interest you. (laughs) Motherfucker. Well, make sure you join us here next time for another fun-filled podcast from your friendly neighborhood Brotherhead. In the meantime, I'll see you in the funny pages. Yessie!